Do you believe in friends at first sight? It happens. Let's take a closer look. Welcome to Friends on Hand, the podcast where we explore the fine art of friendship. I'm Nancy Hand, social confidence coach, and today I'm joined by a new friend, and we did just that. Today we're going to be talking to Susie Sheena from Atlanta Communities. Susie is an intuitive counselor who uses her special gifts to help her clients find their ideal place in the world. Her motto, and I love it, is Yates' quote, there are no strangers, only friends you have not yet met. And welcome, Susie. I'm so glad you're here. You are an absolute light and one of my favorite new friends. Yay, friends. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So we met at at a seminar training. Yes. Was it last year or two years ago? It was last year, wasn't it? It feels like a long time ago, though. I know that's the <laughs> pandemic timeline. It's it is. Me out. <laughs> like, like, like last month seems so long ago. <laughs> so one of the things I liked about you immediately was how open you are. And I would just love to jump straight into that because you're one of the few people I think who kind of owns up to being open and, and a connector, I think by nature. How do you feel? Is that about sound about right? Yeah, that is. And um, it is not, it was not a natural thing. I didn't grow up with that. Um, mm. Yeah. Instead, uh, I was the new kid at school for probably the f- kindergarten through fifth grade every year. And um, mm. I had to learn to be a reacher outer, or it would have been very lonely. So yeah, so that's, that's a, I mean, it's not a skill anymore. It's very natural for me now, but I'm almost 50. And so those formative years doing that, um, yeah, that's, that's where that comes from. And, um, you know, walking into a room and seeing people you don't know, but you always, you know, the people you vibe with. I mean, immediately, like you and me. I mean, that was easy. Mm-hmm. And um, following, yes. following that, that's, that's how you maintain that openness to, you know, attract your, your people so that you can have a good time at things like a seminar. Yes. Well, question about that. So, so what, what I think I'm hearing is that this is nurture, not nature. Yes. That you didn't pop out an extrovert. Okay. And see, I would have, I would have immediately, it's interesting to me because no one is owning up to being a natural extrovert. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh no, 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 I'm shy. (laughs) Like, yeah, sure. (laughs) But but I I hear that you, but learning how. Bit of both, yeah, yeah. I I think that everybody's a blend, mm-hmm. and but what I love to hear and what what I think is important about what you're saying is that you learned, and that and I my my belief is that you can learn those skills, those friend making skills at any phase of life. You just happen to get yours um, in your childhood, which I think is fantastic. Question: Yes. You are highly intuitive. And I know when you said, and this, the reason you're here is because, A, I love you, but 
B, you said, when you know, you know. Yes. And I know that you have a special like internal tuning fork for that. How do you know? How do you know? I think everybody knows. And um, I just have a download uh, period of the entire scenario, entire situation. And you just feel it with your being. Um, As far as friendships go, um, I don't know. I'm probably the easiest friend that anyone is ever going to make because I do always see the good and here's your one billionth chance. And um, also being, you know, really um, like super laid back uh, type of person to allow, allow those extra energies to come in to be able to know. Does that make sense? It does. And I think friendships are kind of where we, you know, learn a lot about ourselves and about boundaries and that kind of thing. So as open and laid back as you are, how do you how do you set boundaries so that that your your good nature isn't taken advantage of? Has it been? And, and how did you deal with it? Because this is this is the stuff everybody wants to know about. OK, so it's it's you know, it's, sometimes it's the sweet people who get railroaded. How do you how do you hold your own and maintain that optimism and good naturedness? Uh, I believe you get what you give. I really, I really do. And um, I also, I oh, you, you know how men have different relationships than women, and uh, mm-hmm. like they can not talk for. 10 years and then run into a friend in an airport an airport bar. And it's like, no time has passed. Right. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how I really, I, that's how my natural tendency is. And so that healthy detachment, I think that serves me really well. Like I'm not a high maintenance mm. um you know, oh, you never call me. Oh, I never see you. Uh, I, I think that as adult women and having friends to let go of some of the um, courtship, if you will, that's, I think. Well, we had lunch. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, yeah, like that's it. And that, that's all good. It's, um, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? It's um, having a healthy detachment yes. from uh, feeling like you have to uh, call and check in and have the hour long conversations on a daily basis to say, this is my friend. Yes. And I, I think thought, I, yeah. well, when you, you were talking. You there? Are you there? I'm here. Okay, you can edit. Okay, it felt like I lost you for a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that said, what is a what is the, like the coolest thing a friend has ever done for you? 
or the most meaningful thing? Oh, gosh. Um, Now I'm making you think. I know. That's, wow. Um, actually, so I've, I've been married for 23 years and my husband and I, um, we eloped, we didn't know each other very well. Um, and prior to him, I was engaged to someone else and we lived together for two years and it ended very badly. And having a place to go uh, to my very best friend's house. And we've been friends since fourth grade. There were no questions asked. Mm. No, nothing met me at the door with a bag of Taco Bell burritos and a bottle of wine and <laughs> come in. We can talk about it or not. And let's watch some unsolved mysteries. And truly that kind of friend that has no expectations, but is just, there and mm-hmm. there when you really when you don't know where else to go that to me is um that's the best thing a friend has ever done truly I love that and that's that's huge mm-hmm. and it's I think um one of the what came to mind a minute ago for me was that um that testing phase you don't have to go through all the testing phase. Do you really like me? And in the like, when you're younger and you have friends and you're you're finding out who everybody is and that kind of thing. I think yeah. as you grow into more of your own skin, you don't have to go through the whole that testing phase, you know. Um, but that's brilliant. I love that she's a good friend. So how many? It's your very best friend in the whole wide world. Is just one. How many people do you think you would say you have as a confidant? Not including your husband. No, I <laughs> I actually The ones you would call if you won the lottery. I mean, I am probably I I'm pretty open um and uh probably overshare <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and um you know that that also speaks to what you just said about um that getting to know you phase where at, at this time in our lives, like I'm, I know who I am, so I can go straight there. And, you know, I consider, I probably consider more people a good friend than they would consider me to be their good friend. And you know? knowing you enough already, I know that you would show up as a good friend for them. Of course. Which is awesome. Of course. And I can see that like I and I know you can too. Yeah. Pick up on that immediately with people like is this is this person quality? Yeah. Is this is this somebody who's going to be honest and supportive and optimistic? So to see that, you know, right away is pretty powerful stuff. Well, and also open. Open enough to not keep it surface to go straight to those, wow, what do you believe in? Here's me. I'm into this. What? Oh, wow. That's really cool. Tell me more. And so it's not so much the, um, I like your shoes, (laughs) you know, it's more about the deep stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, but okay. So here's here, and I have one of my fun jokes is you always talk about the weather. We didn't know actually, um, but I hear people like like downplaying small talk, and I'm like, no, y'all, small talk rocks. <laughs> it's my favorite. It does. But the 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 whole talk about the weather thing gets a bad rap because I'm like, almost every conversation I have with anybody involves an element about the weather. And I almost do it on purpose now because it just <laughs> segs right into every, everything. But how, how do you know, how do you know how to break the ice? What do you say? Like, okay, so there's somebody sitting, like the only other person in the waiting room. What do you do? How do you know what to, what to do to, you know, start the conversation? Well, I mean, you, you know me, I'm a face maker, I'm expressive. Um, <laughs> I know, see, you're laughing. Um, just like no holds barred. And it's, um, I'm normal. Normally, it's a joke. I mean, just, you know, about whatever, especially in a waiting room. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, some so, people, well, you, you can tell who's ready, who's ready to engage and, and who is like mining. Well, that's my question. What are you saying? Mining business, you know? <laughs> and is there anything that would deter you? Like, like if you look over at somebody and, and you're like, eh, no. <laughs> well, in a waiting room or an elevator or something like that, where you know the time. Elevators are great. Or a buffet. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, it's like, hey, do you know what that thing is? And you kind of poke it a little bit and he, 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 you know, I mean, it's, yeah, that, that kind of stuff is that kind of stuff is easy because you know that that was a fun visual. It's, it's a moment in time. And so yeah. to me and people that, I mean, you know, know me really well, like I can go back to a table after a buffet and people are like, who's your new friend? Because you know? you're, uh-huh. you're always going to make conversation with the people around you. You would think. So yeah, what would make you walk away from a person in conversation? Like what would be like, oh, okay, I'm done. Or keep you from opening up in the first place? Oh. Telltale signs, body no, posture. Yeah. Like there's, you know, when you you know that feeling when you walk in and someone's like, "Ugh, here she comes." That, <laughs> that never. <laughs> that's something I don't want to deal with. No, I'm talking about when I am walking into a room. I know, I'm kidding. I can sense the, "Ugh, oh no, I don't, I don't want to deal with that thing," you know. And um, wow, I mean, yeah, it's it can be subtle, it you know, but it's it's a feeling you. Mm-hmm. People know more than they would admit um, when they are feeling welcome and feeling unwelcome. Okay. You know, um, I, don't, I don't think there's, yeah, like there's probably nothing. Body language is a big thing. Eye contact mm-hmm. is, is a big thing. Mm-hmm. You can oh, yeah. feel, you can perceive a warmth in someone and whether it is, that they're really shy and they want to talk or if they really are just like not interested in you. 
Yes. Which brings me to one of my questions. What interests you the most about other people? Like when you meet somebody, what elements are you looking for? What what piques your curiosity? I am always surprised by people. I just, um, I love knowing, I love knowing about people's families and um, astrologically what their sign is. I mean, you know, it's, um, we, we <laughs> I'm tend to vibe with, with one another, <laughs> like, you, you know, um, I don't know. It seems to me that everyone, everyone has intuitive powers and, uh, mm. we discount them constantly. And, uh, Mm-hmm. Seeing people have, agree. have that knowing about things. And um, I'm also always surprised when people say something that seems very private and they're like, I can't believe I just told you that. And yet I'm not. How often person. does that happen? Yeah, I'm that person. Because it'll. How often does that happen to you? Uh multiple times a day. <laughs> I know. I can imagine. <laughs> but I, I'm I'm also that um I don't know. I I believe that people sense an openness and a trust and um you know there are things that there's not anything that anyone has ever told me that I have been like oh what I never, never. And, um, and I, it's a, it's a comfort. It's a comfort for them to be like, ah, I've got somebody in this now. Mm-hmm. And you, you have a, um, an accepting nature that really does come through. Like there's an, there's no judgment coming off you whatsoever, which is awesome. Well, and that comes from, a deep need to want to be accepted. Mm-hmm. So you put out the thing that you want the most. And that comes from being a little kid at a brand mm. new school. And that's something that, you know, I mean, I may be 85 and still feel the same way of accepting that's- people because that's what I want so much is to be accepted. That's what everyone wants. And that, I know that's what I was going to say. Literally, that's what everyone wants. Mm-hmm. And um, and on that note, let's uh, can we go a little current current event here because we are you know recording this in the middle of a freaking pandemic <laughs> where everybody <laughs> socially isolated. <laughs> How are you doing with that, my little extroverted introverted friend? I am I'm like okay I've gotten uh very in touch with my introverted self and that part of myself <laughs> really likes uh queso cheese and nacho chips mm. and mm-hmm. um, needs to put on a pair of pants that actually zips up at least once a week just to <laughs> just to keep it in check. <laughs> um I you know I be, because I do I do go out and reach out 
And yet um, I need a lot of alone time too. And I probably love my own company just as much as um, being out with anyone else. So in that, yeah, alone. That's, that has been for a long, long time. My, my gauge for friends, (laughs) you're going to like this has been essentially, would I rather be with this person or would I have more fun by myself? Yes. Because I can amuse myself for days. She's just giving a box of Sharpies and some, something to draw on. And I'm, I am immersed, you know? And so uh, I think I was probably in my late twenties when I started making that shift. I'm like, you know what? If if I would rather be alone, then we're not going to be friends. And my, sh- <laughs> I get it. <laughs> it sounds I mean- so mean, doesn't it? <laughs> but I got to tell you, I have the best friends, and it it that's that's the weed out process I put in play forever ago, and it has been a, a beautiful thing, and it works like a charm. And that that you know brilliant. You know, because that but you do have to be able to spend that time alone. Yeah. Well, and I, I do, I do have much concern for people that don't have that ability to mm. be alone, to enjoy, uh, not not even enjoy. But be alone with their own thoughts mm-hmm. because I freely talk to myself out loud when I'm alone. And um, even my family will be like, Mom, who are you talking to? Are you okay in there? I'm like, this is a private conversation between me, myself, and I. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, are you all right? Who's in there with you? I'm like, it's me. <laughs> well, okay. So, so this just came into my mind as an intuitive person and you are, how important do you think it is to be able to tune into yourself before you are able to really reach out and connect with other people? It's the most important. Does it start, does it start with you? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. And so, you know, I don't, um, like, is the Oprah show even on anymore? I don't, I have no idea, but I, you know, as, as a woman and an icon, the thing that sticks with me the most about her is she had a sign outside of her like dressing room that said, be responsible for the, for your energy before you come in here. And I don't know know that. that there's another, another way to prep and I say prep, but I'm using my air quotes, prep yourself to be out in the world and to um, really land on significant relationships with other people. If you don't know your own energy Mm -hmm. and you're not really connected with, with who you are and, um, being comfortable with yourself. And I cannot say that uh, as a child, I was ever super comfortable with myself and going out to make friends, kids on the street, kids at school. Um, and so that even that 
instinct. I mean, it was an instinct, fake it till you make it. And still, you know, as an adult, being very tuned in with who I am, it is, it's second nature now to walk into a room and just um, hold my glow. I got that from Laura West to hold, hold my glow and um, allow others in that want to glow with you. That's nice. Mm -hmm. I really like that. And that's, that's a perfect plan too. And I didn't know that about Oprah. That's, that's a fantastic thing to be on my front door. Everybody's doors. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Be responsible for your own energy. And that's, you know, to say it doesn't, that doesn't mean being on all the time. And it doesn't mean being, you know, always head over heels with yourself. It means being able to be alone and at peace mm-hmm. and, and basically relaxed alone. Yeah. I really do think that's the foundation of everything. And you've got that in spades. So good. You, you've got it in spades too. <laughs> So in this time of la corona um how how have how, how have your any of your relationships changed are you are you talking to more people that you normally don't um how how does your social life look right now in the midst of social distancing or as i like to say physical distancing it is it it is physical distancing um of had a lot more phone calls and Zoom calls with friends that I would normally see out, um, like at networking or um, happy hours or even at my office. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's it, it's an interesting thing because, um, you know, now that we're staying at home, I'm not really in the car very often. And that's normally where I would have my phone calls because I, you know, as being in real estate, I'm in my car all the time, but um, yeah, having, having longer conversations and um, just about what the hell is this? Like what's going on? When is it going to be done? Um, And still it's, yeah. There are people out there that, um, you know, you you just vibe with whether it's in person or not. And um, I I will tell people often, you know, especially with text, um, they're like, oh, my goodness, do, do you have time for us to just chat today? And I'm like, you must have gotten my telepathic message because I think about oh. I think about people all the time. You know, I'm having conversations maybe with them in my head. Like all all the time, I'm always thinking about people I care about, wondering what they're doing. And then boom, they show up. Hey, you got time to chat? I'm like, well, I've already chatted. (laughs) (laughs) We're done. (laughs) So, and that's, my MO is if somebody crosses my mind, I reach out. Yeah. And if, if, if I don't, if I can't in the moment and it happens again or again, and then it's like urgent and yeah. inevitably they're, they're like, Oh my God, I was just thinking about you yeah. telling somebody about you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so 
professionally, socially, how do your, do your networks cross over at all? How do, do you, do your professional connections become friends or have your friends helped you professionally? And tell me about how those, because some people are afraid to cross the streams and do business with friends. And I think who better to do business with than your friends, but um, talk to me about how you've managed those, those circles, because I know, you know, a freak ton of people. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, I mean, you ask anyone, uh, like, Oh, do you have a realtor? And they're like, yeah, I know like 15 of them. Well, I know probably 90 something of them, um, myself and we're friends. And so there's, of course there's crossover. Um, in my in my business, and I, I'm, I'm like you, I can't imagine doing business someone with someone who wasn't a friend, and that mm-hmm. was the reason I was doing business with them because I they weren't in my friend circle. I know people that prefer to do things that way, um, mm-hmm. and that that's just that's not me. And I've you know even even clients that I didn't know before we started working together, we've become great friends. And for a lot of like my relocation people that move to the area from out of state, a lot Mm -hmm. of times I'm their first friend here. Oh, yeah, I know. And so still like the Atlanta bandwagon. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a native. And so, but it's, like I, I think about that and, you know, calling to check on them and, you know, uh, just, you know, happy birthdays and things like that. It's not coming from a place of, oh, I was their realtor, you know, two years ago, a year ago, seven years ago, 10 years ago. It's, it's not coming from that place. It's coming from the place of that's my friend. We're friends now. And so still having dinner dates and, you know, it's so funny too. Now now that I think about it, watching my dad like cut uh, articles out about people's kids and things like that from the newspaper and sending those to his friends, colleagues, whatever. When I was a kid, I do that. Cause I, I, I love the paper. And when I see something that is that, you know, you know, especially sports stuff, cause my boys are sports kids. So when I see friends or friends that were clients, but now they're really friends, I, I cut stuff out of the paper and send it to them. Cause I'm a nerd like that. I love that. I, <laughs> I flipping love that. And and actually that brings me back around to two other questions. One, do you still send things in the mail? Yes. Because I, one of my girlfriends just posted on Instagram that she, it was basically a Christmas card and they'd scratched out Christmas and put Corona. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, how funny is that? And how cool is that to, to, to just embrace the time and, yeah. and send some real mail? I love that. But tell me about your parents. Are they extroverts? My dad, 100%. Um, He is struggling a bit with this uh, shelter in place type of thing, especially with Mm -hmm. sports being on. 
Um, my mom is, uh, she can go either way. I think there's a sigh of relief for her when things get canceled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> she would I know. Oh, thank God. Thank God. So many people that. can relate. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I mean, I can too. It was funny. We were supposed to have our awards luncheon for the Realtor Association, like 550 people. It's a big time. It's so much fun. And I was telling my mom the other day, I'm like, you know, I was slightly relieved when we canceled it because I really didn't have anything to wear. (laughs) (laughs) And now we don't have to wear anything special for a month. (laughs) wherever bust out those (laughs) stretchy pants (laughs) yeah so yeah my my parents that's that's just how they've always been um you know as as a kid especially like you think about junior high and high school how embarrassing it was anytime my dad you know would walk into the room just he's bigger than life and uh total reacher outer and wants to know everything about you and won't let you go until until he knows it all. And just, you know, giant. I love your dad already. Yeah. Yeah. People, um, we had a a leadership retreat and they've they've semi-retired down to um, Pine Mountain, Callaway Gardens. And um, we had our leadership retreat down there. And uh, we were hanging out at the bar and my dad came to pick me up from the bar and all the uh, realtors that I was there with were hugging him and just, I love your dad. <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, really. He's yeah. He's super. My mom's super too. Like if she had come, they would have been the same way, but you know, yeah. So I'm, I'm very fortunate. Very so you you have you come by some of that honestly from your parents um and also you learned and you know to have a at least even one parent like that to model is huge tell me how your kids are doing things are they do they take after you um are they are they open and social are they more particular or how how do your kids relate and how does it i'm just seeing how it passes through the generations yeah um Interesting. I, I've got one of each. My um, my older one, he's he's at uh, University of Georgia and plays on their lacrosse team. And uh, yeah, he's he's always been very social with friends. However, with adults, he he's a little shyer. He, he is, is shyer a word more shy. Yeah, he's he's more shy. Yeah. My my younger one, he has a small circle of friends. Um, he's he's a junior in high school and, you know, varsity wrestler. And so his his group of friends is small and um, he's he's a little more reserved. And um, yet he has no problem at all. Uh, speaking to teachers, speaking to adults. Um, as though they were peers. Hmm. So yeah, it's, it's, it is interesting watching the two of them grow and and grow up, but I I can't say that either one of them 
are shy. They just have different strengths. Yeah, with, just different. Yeah. And, you know, it's um, just having boys is, it, it's a little different, you know, because I always lean into the very emotional side of things. And, um, but I've always taught them when they would come home after having an argument with some kid on the street, I'm like, hey, so not everybody's going to like you and you're not going to like everybody. So just really hold on to the people that you know you like and that you know like you back. Mm. Yeah. And, and that, that, you know what? I've done well. Yeah. That is the best advice. And the reason why is more often than not, I see people who will have one or two trouble people mm-hmm. or and they'll they'll bend over backwards to please these people who are kind of unpleasable. Yes. And and ignore their fan group because they have all of these other friends who love them, who accept them, who are are there for them that don't get the level of cultivation that that one tough nut or the one um, more, I'm looking for the word here, but you know what I mean? Someone who's a little bit more demanding or or a little bit harder to please. Yeah. Well, especially, I mean, I, I don't know that I will ever recover from people pleasing. I mean, that's just, I think that that's part of some of our DNA, um, Mm -hmm. especially as women. And, um, sure. You know, there's, but that's, that becomes a challenge that you just, um, yeah, there, and it, it, it runs rampant. Like there can just be that one person that you're like, I have no idea why they don't like me. Well, let me ask you this as a, as a people pleaser, what's the, What's the biggest sacrifice you've made for a friend? Oh, oh God, it's, <laughs> it's untold. I, yeah, I, um, oh, God, Nancy, that's, that's a question of the ages. Um, okay, so throughout the years, I have probably been like the best wingman ever for friends. Mm. that had a date, but they needed a date for their friend, for their, Ah. for their date's friend. Oh, I I know that. (laughs) Untold amounts of dates. Oh, wait. Just so that my friend could have a great date. And I mean, we're talking a multitude of friends. I'm like that, that person you call. Wow. I'm, I'm that, yeah, I'm that person that is. Cause you can get along with anybody. Yeah, exactly. I'm just kind of so easy and um, have no expectations of, you know, Hey, entertain me, you know, show me a good time. No, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I think I'm having a good time all the time. You know, and so I've, yeah, I've been uh, that person, the wingman, wing woman, um, lots of stuff, dates, that's, trips. That's a big deal. I'm a great wedding date. I mean, like me personally, um, have been to a multitude of weddings where I didn't even know the people, but you know, somebody needed a date 
a girlfriend or a crashed a wedding. Yeah, of course. (laughs) But yeah, that's that. That is some untold sacrifice to go out with someone and not ask any questions like, "What does he look like? Yeah, funny? Is he cute? Is yeah? No." I'm all good. Just going to go yeah. do your friend a solid. Yeah. That's, absolutely. that is, that's a, a, a lot of time and, <laughs> and yeah, you don't even know what you're going to get into either. That's true. It's been a while, you know, cause, um, oh, sure. Yeah. That's, that's actually how I wound up married, but. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, come on now. Yeah, for real. So your self-sacrifice led to, led to, it led to, it led to a forever. Who knew? (gasps) I know. That's awesome. How cool. That whole thing, you know, kissing the frogs, I guess. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So so you went out with, with, with the, the other, the other one. Mm -hmm. And there you go. And six weeks later, we're a local beach. Yeah. And well, and when you know, you know, that circles back. When you know, you know, you know, you know. So I have two questions mm-hmm. remaining. One is, how do you think this, um, this experience of, of, you know, what I don't, I don't even know what we call it now. Are we sheltering in place now? Are we just staying at home now? But <laughs> how this is going to change your approach to socializing going forward? Will it? Or do you think that things will just snap? right back into business as usual once this threat is passed? Oh, so I, I think for other people, it, yeah, it's, there's a wariness. Um, Like I, I'm very, I'm a hugger and that thing, that's, I'm a hugger. I'm a handshaker. Mm -hmm. I'm, I like to, I'm not a close talker. Like I, I respect personal space, but I like to be around people when I want to be around people. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, this, this for me, it's, I, I don't know if someone would, you know, spray Lysol at me if I were to rush to hug them. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to expect, <laughs> but you know, I, I think that there's, there's, I know, right? It's it. There's got to be uh, a catch up, almost. I and I'm and I'm wondering if, if this is going to be a generational mm-hmm. type of type of thing, where you know, those of us where it's that's how we've always done things is being close to people. Um, if we will Mm -hmm. snap right back, but you know, I think about my kids, they're like 20 and 17. If they will be more mindful of, I I don't know. I I don't know. What what do you think? Everything, you know, it's funny in the, in the back of my first book beyond rainmaking. And it's, it's basically about preparing for big exams, like the bar exam. Yeah. And like one of the last things I put in there was like in the two weeks before your exam, don't do these things. Like don't try skydiving for the first time. Don't share your drink with anybody. Like yeah. all these things that could set you up for like being sick or broken for your exam. Yeah. And it seems now it seems kind of quaint to say, you know, don't share your drink or don't, hey, you want to taste? 
Right. I'm pretty sure that's done forever. Yeah. 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 Um, and my other question for you is, as as an adult, if you if you if somebody came to you and said, you know, I am, you know, 45 and in a new town, and I I don't have any friends here. What advice would you give somebody who was actually looking to build or expand their networks or professional or social networks? Oh gosh, there's so many awesome networking. I mean, it and just. I mean, like specifically, I love networking. I love networking lunches, especially with um, with women. And it's sit down, and it's a little more intimate, and you ha- get to have conversations. And also, it's like, well, what do you really like to do? What are you really into? Because, um, mm-hmm. like, my husband, he is he's not like me. It's like the exact opposite, and. Um, oh. Yeah, it's he's very um, he's very saying choosy sounds ridiculous, but um, (laughs) yeah, he's not like yay, we're all friends. Um, But he mountain bikes a lot, and that is his love, Mm -hmm. and he's that's how he's found his core people, like his friends, like real friends, because he's doing something he loves. And he's meeting other people that love to do the same thing. And so that, that to me, like if you love knitting, join a knitting mm-hmm. circle. If you love books, you know, join a book club, because if it's something you love to do, you're going to get something out of it anyway. And like you, Nancy, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm always going to do business with people that I have a common thing with. Yeah. Well, you just said something that, that like ding, ding, ding in my head, which is when you're doing something you love, you are on a different uh, wavelength. Yes. Emotionally, yes. physically, like that's that's your best self right there. When you're enjoying something and you're into something and you're learning something and you're you're zealous and passionate about it. Yes. It, and you know that everybody in that space is on that same wavelength with you having a ball, whether it's flying drones or bottle trains or gardening it's that's you showing up because you choose to be there and you want to be better at it and I love that and that's a really good point as far as um I love that the mountain biking thing yeah how cool how cool well lovely lady it has been a such a pleasure to have you here thank you for joining me today thank you this was you're awesome. You know that. This You're awesome. Fantastic. If, <laughs> if there's anybody to talk about friendships like this, it's you. Yes. You're like, yeah. You're like instant Thank friend. You. Yeah. This was really great. You're awesome. I I figured. Like I've had this in the in the kitty for a while, and I'm like, okay. Right when I start getting all my stuff together, this this thing hits. And I'm like, well, this is either the worst time or the best time, but it's, go- it's going out anyway. That so time. for my listeners, if you would love, I hope so, if you would love to know more about Susie, you can find her at www.susieshina.com. That's susieshina.com. And as you know, it is all about connection. 
If our topic today resonated with you and you'd like to know more about how to develop stronger and more supportive friendships and professional networks, let's connect. You can reach out to me at nancytiltonhand.com. And remember, friendships help you stay happy, healthy, wealthy, and smart, not to mention being awesomely fun and joyful. So get out there and make a new friend and I will see you next time.